I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I gotta do a goddamn death dedication. It's the Going Off Podcast with Rap Critic Abuse. Tune in tomorrow morning and every morning at 2. 2! Ponderous. Fucking ponderous. This episode is the Casey Kasem goddamn death dedication. Even though I don't know when he passed away, no one will be able to fill Scooby's... Not Scooby. Shaggy's shoes. Not even come close. Sorry, Matthew Lillard. There's no replacing the real thing. The genuine article, Casey Kasem. We are taking it way back Mm -hmm. in, I'm going to say, more ways than one. Because, yeah, sure. This is from (coughs) 2002. Two. We're going to take you way back to episode three of the Going Off Podcast. (laughs) Where we fucking talked about a goddamn bus driver album. The last time we talked about bus driver was, I'm not even exaggerating here, five years ago. (laughs) And I remember, I I listened back to that episode. We weren't feeling it. (laughs) Yeah. We were not... We were not having it, and I remember that was the first instance of the fans really letting us have it, too. Like, they were not, they were not happy with our assessment. Because, you know, like, our fan base is the more underground hip-hop listeners, so, you know, I think there's that, like, assumption of, like, oh, come on, you gotta be showing love to, to, to your boy, right? I know, I know you're gonna shit on those ne- the Nellies and the Ludacrises and, and all those cats, but you gotta show love to your boy, bus driver, right? And, you know... Uh, again, this is another one of those Tony Hawk uh, uh, video games. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember this joint because I remember, uh, you know, just playing the game and then all of a sudden just hearing the rapping stop and just hearing someone go like, Kids, if you want to piss off your parents. Oh, was that in a Tony Hawk game? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. The fucking songs they pick. That is yeah, so man. random. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been Tony Hawk Underground, actually. <laughs> I will say, like, with this first song, there is that sweet spot of, like, every time I listen to this song, I can't divorce it from me, you know, grinding down a, a, a video game, uh, uh, you know, rail or some shit. So it was like... I gotta say, I'm sorry. I love that first fucking song. And also, it is pretty goddamn crazy when it comes to, like, how the song functions and how he's rapping with the flute and shit like that. Like, it is a very cool, novel first song to hear. And I will say, I actually, like, really dug the intro. And, like, at first it was kind of confusing with the dude... Who is kind of talking a little pompous, you know, he's like, oh, I don't drive, you know, cars because, you know, it, 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 you're not thinking if you're driving, you know what I mean? But you like, do all your thinking on the bus, you, you get less smart if you drive, all the smart people take the bus, like... Yeah, it was like, it was like on first glance, yeah, it was like that sort of like, sure, uh, okay, underground guy, you know? <laughs> but then it was like, oh, you know, I, I can kind of see where he's going with it, what, what he's trying to say in terms of like, you know, uh, how, how society forces us to, or, or not forces us to like, um, um, facilitates it so that we are in situations where we are not thinking about certain things. You know what I mean? Like, I can see where he's going. And that's how I feel about a lot of this album where it's like, I see the interesting ideas and cool ideas of where you're going. Not sure I'd necessarily want to listen to all of this. (laughs) Yo, so after the very first track is, what is it? Along came a biter. And so I, as, so I'm chilling with a friend of mine right now. He's a, he's a off camera. 
And I I picked him up because, you know, we were hanging out and we were like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, having a couple of beers and chilling, having, having a good time. Hey, man, you want to hear what I'm listening to, uh, you know, for the album? Yeah, man, play it. And <laughs> my homeboy was not feeling it. <laughs> Yo, straight up and down. What is one song? There's one song in particular where... Uh, Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play on, it. Come on, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, this just, is my... Just cause, just, look, just because you got to take me home, man, doesn't mean you get to torture me, dog. It's not fucking fair. I'm, I'm not- that's not fucking this, fair, man. This is my friend Guate, ladies and gentlemen. Nah, man. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not gonna play the song, I'm just looking up the lyrics. I'm just looking up the lyrics. <laughs> Did you see the video? Someone uh was like, tell me this isn't how Drake sounds. And he fucking Google searched uh breakup text and he just read it in a Drake impression. And it's just a word wall, because it's just nonstop words. That's kind of the vibe I get. From from Bus Driver. I like this album better than the other one we listened to. What was it called? Nice Hair? Or, like... Was that the name of the album? Uh, Back the in Camelot's? 2014? No, 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 no. Oh, the, oh, uh, the other Bus Driver Yeah, album. you're right. Yeah, I do like this yeah. album more than that one. Because that one was just like... Because I remember there was one song where it was like... The experimentalness is just unbearable. With the... On the bleak, bleak, bleak. I remember songs like that where it was just like... The only memorable parts of the albums are of are the only memorable parts of the album are the parts where I'm just like I don't want to hear that anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was looking at the track list. I was like, oh yeah, I remember Aesop Rock was on there, and oh shit, fucking Open Mike Eagle was on there before I knew who that was. I found it. I found it. It's the mind crossing song. When you cross oh. my mind, you better look both ways. Because yeah. my personality is bigger than yours. <laughs> Yo, I looked over at my man. <laughs> he looked like, I said, it looked like the melody was like being pushed against his face. And he was just like <laughs> raving through it. <laughs> it was just like, and the thing is like, you know, if you look at it from like, maybe like a slam poetry sort of angle, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how you're coming towards it. I think near the end of the album. I'm going to throw a full beer at you. <laughs> well, because it's like, I, I get it. I'm going like, to throw a full beer at you. <clears throat> well, because I'm like, I get it. Because like, especially near the end where he's like, you know, like the slam poets of America or something like that. They're like, okay, I can see he's going for the, but it's just like, but it's just not enjoyable. And, and you know, I will say, like, I want to give it a couple of compliments though, right? I, I want to be a fair critic. He right? was on beat, but it sounded like, Fucking yeah. shit going through a goddamn process. Right, right. Like uh, on Long Came a Biden, there's a lyric where he says like, um, claiming ownership. Uh, you, the whole flow he was doing on that song, where he was going like, this da 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 is so da 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 da. Like he was like, uh, uh, claiming. I, I hated that bit. Right, right. Like the flow is annoying, but if you're listening, to like, oh, he's functionally doing some things on certain parts to make some sort of commentary. Yeah. Like he says, uh, claiming ownership of this Pangea puzzle piece is so English settler like okay that's a clever line and then the very next one yeah the very next one is like hola dime on my body bodybuilder's muscle beach is so out of character for you and i'm like i i don't know what the fuck i'm supposed to do with that phrase i didn't take notes the first time i listened through and uh when i went back and revisited it i i don't even think i listened to the album the full way twice i think i might have just like picked up and just kind of listen to parts to remind myself of what the track was. Because I, I rated the tracks as I was listening, but I knew it would be pointless to 
make notes on the lyrics because A, they're just mile a minute, and B, half of them don't make any fucking sense in, in the context. And I would just say that I ranked this album higher on just an overall... I liked what he was doing to an extent, and I could appreciate it, but there's no fucking way I would listen to this voluntarily or again, because this just was not my shit, like, at all. I think there was one song, what was that song? Oh, okay, so there was one song I absolutely didn't like, and then one song I kind of understood what he was going for, The Unplanned Parenthood. You know what I'm I remember saying? that one, yeah, it, yeah. It was really harsh what was happening, but it was just like, okay, like, he's talking about how, like, yeah, when you have to deal with having a kid and, you know, you're not happy about that shit, like, oh, and, you know, that's a topic that you don't hear, so it's like, it's cool to make a song like that. But then the song before, like, Opposable Thumbs, where it's just this awkward, crass, like, I don't need women because I can jerk off, and it's just like... This guy who's supposed okay. to be super lyrical, you know, on this whole fucking making all these space songs and all this weird shit, and then you're making this weird fucking MRA <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, what? Yeah, kind of. And this? again, like, it is a bit dated. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> the song on the album that I gave the highest rating to, and normally I'd say favorite songs, but it's really just the one is uh, Imaginary Places. Yes, absolutely. Uh, is hands down my favorite cut on the album. And on a fucking polar opposite, my least favorite cut on the album is the last one. Uh, Post-Apocalyptic Rap Blues got my lowest rating. I just remember feeling of, like the um, album should have been over by that point. <laughs> I mean, I, I took a look. Almost every album of his is around an hour. Like, no one needs that much bus driver, dude. Nah. That's just too fucking much. And again, like, I can't help but, like, be impressed by how much he puts into a fucking song right. for that long. Like, they're fucking jam-packed with shit and content, but I I just I just don't dig it. You know, okay, remember when I told you about, like, I was kind of trepidatious about listening to uh, Cannibal Ox because, like, I, I was afraid it was going to be the underground really too dense to really understand what's happening sort of thing. I kind of mm. feel like I actually got some bang for my buck with that album. This yeah. kind of validated my fears in a way. You this know? is that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And speaking of things being dated, I just wanted to point out, uh, I was looking at the tracks on Spotify, and I saw that the last track uh, said it was over 10 minutes. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is his goddamn, oh, this yeah. goddamn magnum opus, huh? <laughs> And then I remembered, oh yeah, this is 2002. This is a goddamn bonus thing. And, oh, we forgot about that. The fucking dumbass underground fucking, oh, that annoyed oh, me. Oh, he's got the skits. Oh my God. The skits are bad. You hate the Meandering. skits. Meandering. I don't like the skits. You're right. But here's what this skit's about. Dude, again, it made me cringe a little bit. Like, as like, you know, I'm an underground fan, but like, fucking pulling into a drive-thru and freestyling the lyrics at him uh... about fucking abstract, ooh, give me a cheeseburger made out of ideas. Stop it. Like, this isn't funny. <laughs> Whenever people talk about raising the minimum wage and they have <laughs> fast food work workers as the example and people make the argument is saying you know ah fast food work whatever i can do that they don't deserve 15 bucks an hour or whatever if, if you've got to put up with bus driver 
freestyling rap lyrics at you? Take this 15, my dude. I don't care if McDonald's goes under. You've earned it. No one, no one should have to put up with that crap. No one gets paid enough to put up with bus driver. Fuck. And that's coming from someone who was paid to put up with bus <laughs> right. driver. I forgot to even mention oh, yeah. this is a Patreon request. God damn it! I didn't even say who requested it. Fuck. I'll uh, I'll I'll find it in a second. But um, uh, yeah. Overall, um, I gave it a three. Based on. <laughs> Just two two beleaguered sides. Because, like, almost every track on the album got either a three and a three and a half for me. And it's mainly based on the production we really haven't talked about yet. Right, right. Is pretty fucking dope. It's pretty tight. I really like the scratching, the fucking DJ cuts, all that shit. Like I said, the Godzilla Screech scratch, you know, that was pretty tight. 2002, it's kind of fallen to the wayside, so it was cool hearing it again. Um, Dude's got really good energy and stamina. I'll definitely give him that. But the nasally voice and just the way he leans into it so hard especially with the singing at certain points it's just like whoa it never reaches that danny brown status of like becoming engaging you know i think i'd give it a three two and i feel bad about saying that uh compared to the next album we're going to talk about but after talking about it 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 feels apt i either give it a three or a two and a half but it feels like a three because I don't want to diss him too much. He's like, yeah, he does have, like, skill. And, again, I can't hate on the beast too much. And there are some interesting topics. But it's just, like, I couldn't imagine being, like... I couldn't imagine saying to someone, wait, but keep listening, it gets good. You know what I mean? Like... No. Especially because this album never does. It stays pretty much on the same level of... Three songs in, you know what you're going to be dealing with for the next, like, almost hour. And Exactly. Yeah, I can't hang with it for that long. But on the opposite side... Oh, switching the fucking gears. <laughs> from a fucking album that's a little over an hour to an album <laughs> where all the songs are one fucking minute. We're going by a song a minute? <laughs> song a minute. We got uh, Tierra Whack with Whack World. And this is a Patreon request by Christina uh, Christdu. Thank you very much for your request. And yeah, we got Tierra Wax, Wack World. I had a, uh, I actually hadn't listened to her since the the freestyles that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and I think it was one or two songs like Unemployed and another song she had done, and I remember being like, "Oh, hey, this is fun and weird and creative," you know. You can go one of two ways with this, and um, I think I'm going down the road considerably less traveled with this one. Uh, okay. Okay. Ah. Uh, I really, really didn't like this. Oh! <laughs> Dude, every time I think you're going to curve one way, you curve the other. <laughs> I thought she was about to be like, she is the best. I will not hear any less of it. Uh, I will fucking take out my broadsword and fucking go to town. <laughs> no, this is not Arizona Baby. This is not Kevin Abstract. This is not Zoo. Um... I don't know what you'd call this, man. Like, on the surface, when you sent me the video, this album, listening to it on its own, is part of something bigger. Absolutely. When you're watching a video along with it, it turns into something else. Yes. As an album, as something to listen to on its own, no thank you. It's not that you can't have a bunch of short songs, but, like, some of these songs legit sound incomplete. 
Like, Almost every single one sounds unfinished. And, yeah, and, and, and that's a problem. And it's not that, like, okay, as I, when I listened to it the second time, I sort of got the feeling of, like, when songs would, like, cut off and stuff like that, it kind of felt like, it started to feel like it's the aesthetic of the album, so I kind of enjoyed it more, but then there would still be certain songs, like, at the end of, um, uh, at the end of that weird, uh, country song, where she decided, the, the fuck, I'll find that, the way that one ends is so, like, it just ends so quickly in the middle of a lyric, and you think something, like, this silly of a song would, like, do something at the end of it, but it's just, like, she just ends it with, I can move on, and it just cuts off, like, very awkwardly, in a way that it's just, like, no, it feels like something else should have been said here, but you cut it off because, ah, shit, uh, I said I was going to do these songs in only a minute. You know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't, like, when you're listening to this, it shouldn't feel like songs are being constrained. That's the issue. It should feel like, oh, shit, that was a cool little song. And, hey, here's this little song, and here's that other song. You know what I mean? Like, haven't you heard, you know, like, a, a silly comedy album or something like that that'll just do, like, short bursts of songs, you know what I mean? And it's just like... Yeah, like, you, 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 you get the little pop from that song, then you move on to the next song, there's a little pop from that song, but this song, does, this album doesn't do that. There are some times where it just legit feels like, no, this is a vibe that should be going on for more than a minute, and you just cut it off. And it's like, that, it's like, it starts to count, you know what I mean? Like, it starts to count against the whole enjoyable, uh, the whole uh, album, when you're just like, no, I want to listen to this, stop cutting it off. Sore Loser... I think was my favorite um, because it had a really really cool uh, beat I liked her flow on that and the lyrics were pretty good um, most of the tracks on here the beats are almost non-existent oh yes sore loser yeah sorry I just I didn't realize it was that far down yeah that was my favorite song on there too yeah you're absolutely right yeah, the beats are very minimal. Uh, the, um, the Dr. Seuss joint with the little zipping going in the background. Like, when there's a little concept with one of the beats, like, yeah. that's when the songs are more enjoyable. Because you're like, ooh, what's going on here? That was my second highest rated song, too. Right. Uh, did you like Silly Sam? No. Oh, I loved that song. <laughs> I was listening to that song, and I was like, yo, this sounds like some fucking... Somebody getting uh, Samus on the remix of this shit, where she says, you play so many games, the tic-tac-toe, Mario, and then the way it ends. Like, I loved the way it ended. The, that was such a perfect, like, nerd gamer thing with the and Luigi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I hated that. No, I thought that worked. I cringed I, so fucking hard I at that shit. I think that nerd joke there worked better than... Anything I heard on uh, Who's Your Boy, the Try Hard Force, or whatever, what's the names? Oh, God, no. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. That song, fucking Silly Sam's Garbage. No. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> it, it, I liked the, what it had beat-wise. The, the lyrics on that track were laughably bad. I hated it. Again, I, I was saying the, uh, the vibe of it, and, and that, that oh, okay. part of the chorus that, uh, that I enjoyed. But yeah, you're right. It is simplistic in the sense of it's... And again, when I watched the music video, it kind of became a little bit more endearing uh, of the stuff that they were showing and how it was coming up and stuff like that. Yeah, and, and like, that that's fine in the context of it being a music video and a thing. Not separate, though. It doesn't stand on its own. The thing that I was thinking is, I was thinking, like, you know, when I listen to this album... I get a sort of three out of five vibe, but when you see it with the music video, it's like, it's at least more interesting, so like, you're more invested. I was like, if this was the package, I would probably give it at least a three and a half, you know what I mean? Like, I, I ended up with with a two, a gracious two. Oh wow, you really didn't like it, huh? No, um, just about every song I rated was either a one and a half or, or a two. 
Um, the lowest rating went to Cable Guy. Oh my god. I thought that was interesting until I just, like, thought about it for an extra second. Where it's just like, okay, so, uh, for the audience, you, you, uh, the lyrics are, it goes A, B, C, and MTV, and B, E, T, and, like, that, she's just saying, like, you know, the, the different companies, and in the background, you're hearing, like, her little, uh, uh, version of what the initialism stands for, and it's just like, it just doesn't work. Like, the first time you listen to it, it's so silly that it gets a pop out of you, but the second time, you're just like, what is what is the point of this? So she's going like, it goes A, B, C, All Boys Cry, MTV, Men Touch Vaginas, B, E, T, Bitches Eat Tacos. Like, what? If it was humorous or if that was the target, a lot of it just seemed like lol to random humor. Yeah, it's just internet, yeah. If that was the vibe they were going for... Being funny, it didn't work. If there was supposed to be a deeper meaning to it, I didn't pick up on it. And the problem is, like, a lot of these function just like normal sounding, you know, modern pop, hip hop, R&B hybrid songs. So, like, it doesn't feel like there's supposed to be anything better happening. You know what I mean? Especially with the first lyric, she's like, I wish she had a remote just to control me. Was it, We were supposed to be friends. He was my homie. You know, it's just kind of like basic lyrics she's not she's not being ridiculous or over the top necessarily you know what i mean so it's just like so what are you doing you know what i mean like after a certain point it's just like you're not going all the way with it and whenever she does feel like she's going all the way with it it's just like like pet cemetery that song just confused me i found out that was about a dead friend of him of hers supposed to be yeah i think i've seen that like this one song in particular i think it's like hookers or something like that where she she like sings on it like like, just straight up sounds like fucking Mushmouth at one point, where it's like, and it doesn't work because, like, the beat is so clean and just, like, you know what I mean? Like, perfect mainstream, like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to sing your, like, big hook over this, you know, get get a Mariah Carey or something like that to sing over this. But she's sounding more like ODB on this thing. And the thing is, it really doesn't work because it's so, such a clean and glossy beat. So her going, like, like, it it's just awkward and against the thing. And it's like, even when uh, you had a song like Fantasy by, uh, you know, featuring Old Dirty Bastard, if you listen back to that song, he rapped on the breakbeat. So the really weird, awkward sounding rapping doesn't take place during the lush instrumentation. It takes place during the, the you know, chilled out part. You know what I'm saying? From her freestyle, I got a really good idea of Tierra Wax overall attitude and personality if this was my introduction to Tierra Wack, I wouldn't know what the fuck her deal was. Because overall, the only personality you get different from song to song is she'll do like a slightly different voice. Like you're saying, like on, on Bugs Life, where she's like doing this mumble rap stuff and then later you remind me of my deadbeat dad. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the chorus and then I'm gonna repeat it with like a redneck voice. And then not really address why I did that. And then I'm just going to go right back to how I sounded initially. Like, yeah, you're doing you're doing weird things. You're not really doing interesting things. Like, I wouldn't consider this album, again, uh, I feel like I need to specify, on its own, as its own entity, this album is not interesting. It's not memorable, like, at all memorable. And if this was what they were like, 2019, double XL, freshman class, 
from from this in the video you know uh so i what i was thinking of it, when it got to this part i was thinking oh yeah she does the country accent oh she's probably gonna do like some fucking you know, no she, she sounds like goddamn <laughs> jesse from fucking toy story 2 okay maybe she's gonna do like a <laughs> cowboy thing you know but no she's like in a room with a bunch of like balloon red balloons like it's fucking stephen king's it and she's like cutting them and it's just like what all right <laughs> it's just it's just so awkward a lot more work went into the video overall. Like, there's different sets, there's different costume changes, and all that. If I'm, I was trying to think to myself, would I have rathered if we just got like a a super long song, just one, just one song, the length of the whole EP? Or, that they kept changing and did weird things or something like that. Yeah, I wonder if I would have liked that better. Because like you said before, a lot of them just fucking cut off sometimes in the middle of a bar. Uh, very few of them actually have like, okay, yeah, the song's over, on to the next one type feels. Yeah, in a way, like some of them feel interesting in the sense of how they cut off and how it starts on the other beat. But there's sometimes where it just legit feels like, what the fuck you... Come on, I wanted to hear more of that. Like, what the hell? You know? And it doesn't feel like it's in an artistic way of, like, oh, the idea is being cut off or something like that. It just feels very unceremoniously like we have a rule at one minute we cut. (laughs) You know? Speaking of unceremonious, I gotta point out that for an intro track, Black Nails is such, like, an underwhelming, uninteresting track. Can I just... The one line I I wrote down from this whole fucking album, I'm doing so well, so I say, oh well, I don't tell no tales, should have spent time in Yale, bitch, shut up, don't yell, here boy, take this L. Wow. What? Oh, specifically, just the, yes, I've changed like wells, I'm doing so well, so I say, oh well. Come on. Incredible. Like. (laughs) The first song. The first (sighs) song. (laughs) Yeah. That was like, oh no. I I think I might have even out loud said, oh no. (laughs) Again, luckily though, when you know the experience is only going to be like not even 20 minutes, it takes some of the sting out of it at the very least. Like, some of these tracks, especially songs like Hookers, I gotta point out. Like, I wrote down, the beat sounds like something someone with a week of experience with rock band could shit out. Not rock band, I'm sorry. Uh, garage band. Right, it, it, you know. Like, yeah. what even is this? Like, barely, barely a beat, barely an instrumental. Especially for someone who's supposed to be so experimental, right? Or at least, like... Different. Like, nothing yeah. about this EP was different, really. It was just shorter. Like, I tried to think... <laughs> yeah. And like, the gimmick of the fact that it's shorter is more, like, prominent as a thing that is important, uh, as, like, as a notable trait than the actual, like, variation in production or lyricism. And that becomes a crutch and an issue at certain songs because, like I said, <clears throat> I wanted to fucking hear more. I See, I was thinking that, too. Like, would I have liked some of these songs if they were longer? Most of the time? No, probably not. Uh, one minute is... In some cases, more than enough. That about wraps it up for this week's episode of the Going Off Podcast. Retroactively, I want to give a big thanks to Chase Thompson, who requested 
Temporary Forever. We didn't even say the name of the album till now. <laughs> by Bus Driver. <laughs> and, uh... We didn't even we, say the name. <laughs> you know, I, I realize we do that sometimes, and we don't do it on purpose. It just kind of... We just kind of... We, we just gotta get track. right into it. We just... <laughs> We're fucking chomping at the bit, dude. You don't understand. But uh, if there's an album that you would like to hear us talk about on the show, either is out of the mainstream, maybe an album that we wouldn't normally talk about, or an album that came out and you were wondering, huh, wonder why the going off boys didn't get around to this one? Because that happens sometimes when my, maybe there's like a week where like four albums come out and it's like, yeah. well, we, we can really only pick one or two. Some of them are going to fall to the wayside. And the whole point of talking about new albums when they're new is because this one people are probably going to be talking about it the most. So newer albums don't make as much sense to talk about a few weeks after they've been out. So we could do so. They kind of get forgotten. So if there's an album that you think we unjustly skipped, perhaps, uh, that is what Kofi is for. Because that's how we're taking donations now and requests. So head on over to Kofi. That's ko-fi.com slash going off. That's G-O-I-N-O-F-F. No space. No apostrophe. And you could request an album to be reviewed on the show. You can follow us on uh, Twitter. And uh, we also got Patreon. Also, uh, not for the requests per se, but if you just want to help throw some money our way, Patreon is an option as well. Well, I don't know how I forgot to mention this, but I just wanted to thank you very, very much for listening to the show. And uh, if this happens to be the first time checking us out, all of our old episodes are on Spotify. Just search going off in the podcast and you can hear all the episodes up until this point. Check out some episodes you might have missed along the way. Uh, We love you very, very much. And we appreciate you for uh, sticking with us and checking us out. And uh, until next week for the going off podcast, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. Don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Now, make it. And I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week.